0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're in the book of 2 Thessalonians and focusing on some important truths about when Jesus comes again. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Welcome back, friends. Appreciate you joining us for today's episode of Everyday Truth. It is Dunkin' Donuts week. At Everyday Truth and I have a Pennsylvania Dunkin Donuts mug right there. It's got all kinds of Pennsylvania terms on there. Punxsutawney, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Lancaster, Independence, Philadelphia, uh, Allentown, Quakers, uh, Farming, Canal, Hemlocks, Coal, just all kinds of stuff on there. So that's my Pennsylvania Dunkin Donuts mug. We are in uh, Second Thessalonians, uh, chapter number 2, if you want to find your place and follow along. Uh, we are in uh, verse number 3. We're talking about uh, a problem that the church at, Thessalon- uh, at Thessalonica had uh, had, and that was that they had received some false information. Uh, we don't know exactly how it came, Could have come by somebody that said they had a word from God or maybe some false teacher or uh, maybe even a forged letter. But it didn't make a difference. It was false information. And they were erroneously believing that somehow they had missed the rapture and they were in the Great Tribulation and they were shaken up about it because uh, they know a bit about how God's going to judge the world in that time and uh, how could this happen to us. And, and Paul had to write them and say, listen, this is not true. Uh, look at verse number 3. Uh, of our text, uh, where uh, Paul goes on to say, let no man deceive you uh, by any means. Uh, don't, don't allow the teachings of man to, ne- to neutralize what you know the Word of God has taught you. How often does that happen in our churches, in our Bible college classrooms, in our counseling offices, We need to allow the Word of God to say what it says, and if we're not careful when we elevate our opinions, our traditions, our unique whatever isms uh, equal to the Word of God, then in essence what we do is negate the Word of God or make it of lesser value. And many such like things do ye, said Jesus to the Pharisees of his day. So Paul says here in verse 3, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, what? The day of the Lord. And specifically, what they have in mind is the Great Tribulation, the, the horrors of what they're going to endure, maybe the persecution they were even now enduring in Thessalonica. They were erroneously thinking, oh, man, we're in the Great Tribulation. I, I, I can't believe this. And Paul said, don't, don't, don't be deceived. Don't let anyone talk you into that the fact that you're in the day of the Lord. You're not. Because that day will not come until... The Bible says, except there come a falling away first and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. So if you were in the great tribulation, then two facts would be irrefutably true. Number one, there would have been a falling away, a great worldwide departure, apostasy, rebellion against God. And obviously, with believers on the earth, believers not having been raptured, uh, there is not a worldwide departure from God. There, there are still uh, pockets, and and large pockets of places where people are preaching the gospel and telling about Christ, and 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 promoting uh, the truths of the Bible. And there's not a worldwide apostasy or departure. Some people would say the falling away here actually refers to the rapture. I, I, I can't see that. I don't think the word can be construed to mean that. I think it refers to a, uh, an apostasy or a departure from the faith. And that's just not the case, said the Apostle Paul. But maybe even the bigger fact uh, that is absent is the fact that the man of sin has not been revealed, the, the, the son of perdition. We would call him the Antichrist, Now, I understand that Antichrist itself is a general term and refers to anybody that would deny uh, the deity of Jesus Christ. John made that clear in 1 John chapter 4. But I don't think it's wrong to refer to uh, the world leader of the tribulation period as the Antichrist, Uh, sometimes called the beast, the prince that's to come, the fierce king uh, there in the book of Daniel. Uh, the one that will exalt himself, Jesus said, uh, the 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 beast and the false prophet. So the antichrist, he's the man of sin. He's not been revealed. So Paul said, uh, you're not in the day of the Lord. There's not been a falling away. You're not in the great tribulation. The man of sin has not been revealed. The son of perdition. Or perdition refers to destruction or doom. And the Bible teaches that the the moniker uh, that the Bible gives, the the Antichrist, the man of sin, is that he's doomed. Uh, Anybody that would uh, shake his fist at God, anybody that would try to occupy the glory spot that only Jesus deserves, anybody that would uh, take up arms against God is doomed uh, just by the desire. And so the man of sin has not yet been revealed, uh, the son of perdition. Now that does bring up an interesting thought, and that is that uh, although the man of sin has not yet been revealed, even today, we don't know who the Antichrist is, that does not mean, however, that the man of sin is not alive. It's very possible that the Antichrist is alive today and just has not yet been revealed yet and will be revealed uh, after the rapture and will be a dominating world leader, and will have great political savvy, and will have great military savvy. We can read all about this in uh, the, the chapters there in Revelation that we uh, that we talked about during our, our recent study. And if you want to re- read a description of Antichrist himself, look at Revelation 13, uh, verses 1 through 6. And so, uh, that the Antichrist could be alive on earth today. Again, I don't know when Jesus is coming back, but if Jesus were to come back in the next uh, few years or imminently, uh, it's very possible that the man of sin, although not revealed, is alive on planet earth somewhere. That's kind of a—it's uh, an interesting thought, isn't it? Look at verse number uh, four, uh, a further description of Antichrist. Uh, where the Bible says, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God. So there's the attitude of Antichrist. He opposeth. If God's for it, I'm against it. And he exalteth himself above all that is God. Antichrist doesn't want to share the throne. Antichrist doesn't want to share the glory. Antichrist is not a polytheist. Uh, he is not a uh, he is not celebrating diversity and multiculturalism. No, uh, Antichrist has one goal and that one goal is I want the glory. Uh, just as there is a holy Trinity, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So there is an unholy Trinity. Uh, Satan, Antichrist, the false prophet. And is it uh, any wonder that, uh, the man, the Antichrist, who possessed of the devil, uh, is really Antichrist. Christ, Christ has a coming. Antichrist has a coming. Christ is revealed. Antichrist is revealed. Christ will sit on the throne. Antichrist wants to sit on the throne. Uh, uh, Christ deserves all the glory. Antichrist wants all the glory. And so, wow, the devil is the great imposter, uh, he's the great imitator. Uh, he wants the glory that that God alone deserves. Was that not the was that not the first sin of Satan? Uh, I will be like the Most High. I will sit also on the mount of the congregation in the side to the north. I will, I will. The five I wills of Lucifer in Isaiah fourteen verses twelve through fourteen. We see it here in Antichrist. He opposeth. He exalteth himself against all that is called God. Verse number four again. So he opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. (laughs) Well, you talk about audacity. You talk about blasphemy. What will Antichrist do? Well, the Bible makes it clear. Uh, you study Daniel chapter 9, Daniel 11 and 12. The, during the, the halfway through what we call Daniel's 70th week, okay, that seven year period of time that sometimes we call the tribulation, the last half of that tribulation, the last three and a half years, will be a time of great tribulation. And the great tribulation will be inaugurated when Antichrist breaks his treaty with Israel. See, he's going to initially be a man of peace. He'll he'll be a man that we bring people together and I'm for peace, but he's a liar and he's going to He's going to turn his back on Israel, and he's going to desecrate the third temple that will be rebuilt on Temple Mount in Jerusalem. He'll desecrate that, and the Bible says that he will will, uh, desecrate even the holiest place. So what do you know about the temple? Well, you know that the temple, really the heart of the temple is the Holy of Holies, and in the Holy of Holies of the Ark of the Covenant, uh, the Shekinah glory of God rests there. And Antichrist will put his throne in that very place. That's what the word temple here refers to, not just the big building, the edifice, but the actual sanctuary spot. And Antichrist wants that spot. He wants the heart of worship. He wants the center uh, of worship. He w- The Bible calls this the abomination of desolation. Both Daniel talked about this, Jesus talked about this in Matthew 24, and Antichrist will seek to be honored as God in the place of God, turning his back on the people of God, uh, that's going to happen, my friends, and it's going to be a dark day. Inaugurate a dark day known as the Great Tribulation period. I'll look back at verse number uh, 5 where the Apostle Paul says, Remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. I love the Apostle Paul. I can't wait to meet him one day. Uh, But I I find almost a tone of exasperation there. Say, "Don't, don't you remember this stuff? I mean, I told you all of this, and now you're acting as if you never heard it or you're acting as if it weren't true because you got a letter from somebody else. And listen, I already went over all of this with you. We're not in the day of the Lord. It's not presently your experience. The the antichrist has not been revealed. The son of perdition is not here. The departure and falling away, apostasy has not taken place. So you don't need to be shaken in mind. Well, that's all the time I'll take for today. Got one more day this week, one more Dunkin' Mug. Hope you'll uh, join us for the revealing of that. Uh, thanks for joining us every day. means a lot to me. Have a great day today in the Lord. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.